0: This is Daizenshu EX, the podcast, episode 13 for the week of February 12th, 2006. Hello everyone and welcome to episode, I already forgot, 13 13. 13 of Daizenshu EX, the podcast. Yes, we are on Amazing Lucky 13. I am Mike Labrie. Perhaps you may... I don't know. Maybe see me around is Vegito EX. And with us is faithful faith man Julian. Us. <laughs> You're running out of ideas. I, I I got nothing. And then there's Mary. <laughs> Hello. Yo. Yo yo yo. Yo Gotta yo. go
1: yo yo. Alright. Stop anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No dumb
2: piece opening. No. Stay as far away from that as possible. I'm
1: ready for my lynching, Insert hammer to head here.
2: Yes. Just for that, we have to insert a verse of we are to balance things (laughs) out.
0: (laughs) All right. So we're on episode 13 of the podcast. Mary and I are in New Jersey. Julian's still over in Japan. This is amazing.
2: Yeah. And I've actually been here for over a month now, and it's kind of a weird feeling, but it's not bad. And I'm getting along. Um, Just this past week, it hasn't really been as interesting as the one before that with sets of but i don't know i've been walking around i went to book off and i got some actually one piece related things sorry yeah. uh <laughs> this is like and, the
1: one piece podcast all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how that happened
2: i don't know i think it was a weird shift in the global magnetic sphere i don't know anyway um, <laughs> yeah don't don't but, bother. yeah I, yeah, I got some books. And actually, I guess you could call it the highlight of the week, but I don't know, it was part of class, so it wasn't exactly of our own free will. You're but reading we One to... Piece for class? No! Oh. Uh, I'm talking about something else now. <laughs>
0: oh, okay, my bad. Keep going.
2: So the center went over to a Japanese elementary school to observe the English language class activities going on there. Now, if those of you listening, um, perhaps some of you are familiar with the Japanese school system, English language education doesn't usually start until at least middle school. So this is actually atypical of most Japanese schools, and I think it's kind of a pilot program that they're testing out. So anyway, we got to basically sit in on a class and watch them as they practiced their vocabulary memorization of various places in the building and learning how to basically lead people places if they're lost. And so we participated in this in playing the role of the hapless traveler who, for the sake of argument, doesn't speak Japanese, even though we kind of had to help them out for certain parts. But anyway, we had to ask them for help to have us take them to a specific location in the building, then sign a little slip of paper that was there to show that we didn't get lost and end up halfway across the city, and then come back.
0: so were you lost or are the children lost?
2: Well, the children knew where they were going and they, well, when they stuck to the script, they were pretty good, but they didn't really respond to many of the questions that we were also supposed to ask them. So, I think it was probably more shyness than anything else, but it was like Having to, like, give him these little hints in Japanese, like, come on, answer. <laughs> you know what I
0: hear works really well for that? What? You prance around and you play a flute and all the children will follow you.
2: Yeah, but I didn't have a flute and I'm not good at prancing either, so.
0: <laughs> oh, I beg to differ.
2: Very funny Mike. <laughs> anyway. But that was kind of uh the main activity of the week. And right. So while you were know, prancing
0: around with children, I was playing jump superstars. I think I win.
2: Yeah, I guess so. That sounds like a little more fun. I
1: don't know, the prospect of prancing is kind of appealing in its own little <laughs> but, way.
2: But I didn't prance.
1: <laughs> in yes, our version you, you did. did. <laughs>
2: Stop twisting my words.
1: Uh, We have a lot of
0: cool stuff to get to this episode. We have – we're going to finish up a big topic we've kind of been doing in bits and pieces, and we have – I like this word – a plethora of emails to get to this week. So we're going to try and hit up as much stuff as possible. But before we get into this, I think we want to talk a little bit about Anime Next this year. That is an anime convention that takes place in New Jersey, which a lot of you
1: are from, including Mary and I. That's right.
2: Yes. Hmm. It's actually
1: uh, 10 minutes or so outside of New York City, so it's don't think of it just as like New Jersey Con. It's, no. It's right by the city, too. Yes, all you folks mm-hmm. in the New York, New Jersey area.
0: In Connecticut. In Connecticut.
2: Yeah, and if you're also from the, you know, the central New York area, it isn't that far either. But oh. <laughs> anyway. Who, who would that be? Well, my school is there and I'll be doing <laughs> stuff on campus so, yes. this summer. So, yes. Julian,
0: myself and Mary will all be there as we have been for the last couple of years. And we've been getting a lot of emails from people saying they're from New Jersey. So uh, let's all chill. We are going to be there doing some panel and staffing work. But for the most part, we pretty much have free reign in the evenings and such. So let's get together and do something. I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we go out to dinner and you can all buy me drinks and it'll be great. I think that would be fantastic. I think you need oh, to yes. buy them drinks for
1: being such faithful oh, listeners.
2: But getting Mike Shh. drunk could be fun. I yeah, agree. There you go.
1: There you go. We can have all sorts of drinking games, like Dragon Ball related, and we'll make it really nerdy. Anime next is June
0: 16th, correct? Yes. 16th, 17th, and 18th. That is a weekend in June. So check it out. If you guys are in the area, we would love to hang out. So what else do we have going on? We are going to be doing some contests on the podcast very soon.
1: It's a new first.
0: Yeah. I've got um, a stack of DVDs sitting here that have been donated. Um, I have a couple from our forum user Tanuki Kuribo, so thank you for all that stuff. And I got some leftover stuff from Funimation as well to give away. So I am looking to get rid of DVDs. I don't know what our contests are going to be, but we'll find out in the near future, and I'll get rid of some crap. I think this sounds like a great plan.
1: That is a good plan. That is a great plan. Mm.
0: So those are our plans. We're going to be doing some convention stuff. We're going to be doing some contest stuff. Maybe even combine the two. I don't have a clue. That would be awesome. Well,
2: we could combine them into both con stuff because, you know, both convention contest.
0: Oh! Was, the anyway, the Julian. <laughs> that was great. So those are the plans for Daisenshu EX. Why don't we get into the news for the week? The biggest thing going on this week has been the new CD sets coming out in Japan. We have cover art for both of them now, and i got to say, I am not too big on the uh, BGM cover art. No, it looks like a standard shot. Kind of mundane, but the other one's pretty cool, but we went over that last week. We did, and we made a fanfic about it, so if you want to check that out, check out last (laughs) week's episode with (laughs) us making up a story about cover art. Yes, that is as awesome as it sounds. Which is not very. No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about what's actually on these discs. The best song collection is the two CD set of vocal songs. And as I described on the site, I'm calling it Neverending Story One and a Half. And
1: that said, it's right up my alley. Probably (laughs) everyone else is pissed. (laughs) Everyone else is like, damn it.
2: So it contains all of the movie and TV show themes from the course of Dragon Ball Z. And in addition to that, it also has some of the image songs that have previously appeared on both the hit song collection CD- CDs that came out over the course of DBZ's airing, and also the Never Ending Story CD set that came out after the series finished.
0: Yes. And I gotta say, if you own NeverEnding Story, you own most of these songs. I mean, Aitsua Son Goku? That was the first track on there. Um, what else is on there? Half of these image songs are on there. Message from Future, White World and True, Braindance, Power of Smile, Forever. These are all on
1: NeverEnding Story. Ooh, I'm in heaven. <laughs> I mean, I guess the one good <laughs> but thing we is... we own NeverEnding Story! Yeah, but but this one has movie songs, so it <laughs> is know. worth the purchase, I guess. So, yes. yeah, if you don't
0: already own all the movie ending themes on something else, and since yeah. they weren't all in a very convenient place, this might be the best way to get them.
2: Yeah, I mean, I have all, all four. Of the complete song collection set, so you had so all these songs already. Yes, yeah. Well, everything except for the, like the background music pieces that they had on the hit song collection CDs, yeah. and that kind of annoys me because it had Trunks's transformation theme on there. See, from here's one of my things. Yeah.
0: Um, Battle Point Unlimited, not on this set. Ooh. Insert song from the show, not on this set. Also not on this set was the first insert song from the show, which was played during um samas incorrect explanation of Planet Vegeta to Goku. Yeah. What was the name of that song?
2: Shurairo no Senshi. Okay. No, I
0: don't know that I can one. Look. No, you don't. I'm a bad fan. And that song is not on this set. So I'm a little yeah. disappointed that two of the actual insert songs from the show aren't on the set yet a bunch of songs are
2: but oh well
0: yeah but at 3000 yen getting all the movie ending themes that's not a bad deal especially considering that um the 5 cd set didn't have uh 10 through 13's closing themes so this oh, is well, was, a good way to it get was them
2: Released before the series ended i think so
0: oh uh, yeah it was so this is a good way to get them i'm getting it anyways even though i already own them so uh yeah, i'm retarded let's talk about the background music set <laughs> Uh, We do have a track listing for this set and a lot of concern is starting to go around about what's actually going to be on here because a lot of the titles seem to be very similar to what's on the five CD set.
2: And looking through it myself, I don't know, it, I don't know. It seems like a lot of the stuff is stuff that's from the 5 CD set, but it also has all of the in a weird move, like all the TV and movie size opening and ending themes.
0: Yeah, that kind of pisses me off a little bit. And while a lot of other people have said this too. They're wasting space on the CDs with vocal songs that could be used for more background music. Because we know there's plenty. From the looks of it, not everything is going to be on here. And I wouldn't call that a complete BGM collection. Oh, sigh. What's going on? Though movie 12 and 13 music is going to be on here. And that's the first time we've ever gotten any. So that alone makes me very happy. So I'm both a very happy and a very sad fanboy. Oh, well. (laughs) Such is the way of the Dragon Ball fanboy. Can't win them all. Let's keep going with the news, shall we? We shall. All right. Okay. More Shin Budokai stuff. This game is just... We actually have news about it every week, which is kind of different from when we first heard about it, and we... Knew a title Shin Budokai for the PSP, which is kind of an enhanced yet not enhanced port of Budokai 3 from the PS2. GameStop is still listing an American release date of March 7th, while Japanese magazines are listing a release date of April 4th over there. So I don't know what's going on with that. Maybe we are truly going to get it first and they'll get it a month later? Ah! I- so, oh, what do you guys think about this? Uh,
1: didn't Don't Shonen know. Jump in America list some release date, too? I was just reading that in passing the other day, <laughs> and it says, like, great new game coming out in, like, March. Uh, I'm thinking, no, uh, no information on it, really. You are thinking of Advanced Adventure. No, there was another game they
0: mentioned, Yeah, too. they did mention Shin in there. Yeah. Yeah, that was this. Okay. They're saying March. Yeah, GameStop saying March, so maybe we actually will see this game in March.
1: If that's the case, it's a pretty shoddy marketing campaign for a new game. I know. I am unimpressed. I am unimpressed as well. Well, you know what? Not that many people have PSVs, so... True. I mean, I'm kind of spoiled. I mean, we got all those uh, TV commercials for uh, the Budokai games the last few years. That was kind of hot. And yeah. surreal. Like, I never thought I'd live to see the day where I'd be seeing Dragon Ball Z video games advertised, <laughs> like, on TV. And Back big- in our day,
0: we didn't have commercials! Wow, that was kind of like old guy, kind of dub Roshi. Yikes. <laughs> all right. Let me cut that off right there. <laughs> yeah. So... Maybe we'll see this game in March, maybe we'll see it in Japan in April, we really don't know. And we probably, like I said, we won't know until we actually see it on shelves. Once we find out anything else, we will certainly let everyone know. We always have some kind of update about it on the main page, it seems, lately, so you can always check that out. And that pretty much leads us into Advanced Adventure, which got pushed back to April, it seems, yet Shonen Jump says it's coming out in March. But I think the release date changed after Shonen Jump was printed. Makes sense. Yeah. That's really it for cool. the news. You guys got anything else? I can make well, up stuff. You could, like Garlic Jr. is in Shin And be, Dragon be. Ball oh, AF no. is real? Dragon Ball A- No, it's Dragon Ball. No. Off, off. <laughs> 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 dragon ball goes german now <laughs> a little inside joke from the forum there <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right i think that is it for the news this week kind of slow but i think it's going to start picking up because we got those cds coming out at the end of the month and then we got more video games and manga and dvds coming out next month so we will certainly yep. hit those up as they come i guess that just takes us into our topic for the week Our topic for this week is pretty much our conclusion of name puns. We aren't hitting up every single name in the series because that would take until the ends of time. So what we've done is we've talked about the DBZ movie villains and all of their name puns, but we didn't get to the Dragon Ball movies and their villain name puns, so we're just going to cruise through those this week. So
2: I guess that's where I come in, huh?
0: I guess it does. Wait, that doesn't make sense. I guess it is where you come (laughs) in, Julian. You are no longer the grammar prince. Yeah, well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Dragon Ball Movie 1. Shenron no Densetsu?
2: Shenron no Densetsu. Yes. Which literally translates to the legend of Shanlong. Shanlong, of course, being the name of the dragon, which roughly translates to dragon god. Or All dragon right. of the gods, depending on who you ask. But anyway, <laughs> let's get to the main part of the thing. Right. Now, we're not going to bother with the names from the TV series. What
0: is Goku's name upon on? What is Boma upon on?
2: Okay, quick explanation.
0: questions?
2: <laughs> they are. There's no quick. There's no well, there is a quick explanation for Son Goku, and that it's it's the name of the Monkey King from Journey to the West. The long explanation means you have to go into the plot of the book and explain all these <laughs> things about Taoism, <laughs> and Buddhism, and that I really don't want to go into right yeah, now. Be another episode. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> really, well, <laughs> we're just gonna hit up the villains. So why don't you start?
2: Okay, the villains for Dragon Ball Movie One are based on food, basically. Um, you have the King presiding over things, Gudamesu which I translate as King Gourmes, which comes from gourmet. Gourmet! Yes, gourmet, Japanese, but it comes from French. And you also have, like, a gourmand, someone who appreciates the finer points of good cooking. Gourmet is actually somebody who cooks well. But, anyway, uh, moving on. Then there's pasta. The female half of the two-person team sent out to fight the Dragon Ball. Is this
0: a pun on pasta?
2: Yes, it is. Yay!
0: (laughs) Nothing gets by you, Mike. No, it doesn't. I'm on top of the ball here.
2: (laughs) But the other one is a little more obscure. There's bongo, or as I sometimes call them, vongo. This actually comes from vongole, which is Italian for clam, because in Italian you often have pasta e vongole, pasta and clams. I see. Or spaghetti e vongole. Sounds very unappealing. Yeah, well, it's a, it's Italian. It's not the kind of thing they export with the heavy <laughs> dose of tomato sauce. Um, right. Anyway, and that pretty much covers it for the villains. Uh, in terms of protagonists, there's a girl who hooks up with Bulma, Goku, and Ulong. Who I didn't mean it like that.
0: Oh, I know. I've seen the movie.
2: Anyway, her name is Pansy, or Panji in the Japanese version, and this is the name of a kind of flower. Yes, I believe in the dub she's called Penny, which is kind of close, but not. Um, Also, uh, just to cover the name of the actual things that they're going after besides the Dragon Ball Mm -hmm. in this, in the dub they're called the Cursed Blood Rubies or something. Right. I think they're just called the Blood Rubies, actually. In the Japanese version, they're called the Rich Stones. Literally, Richie stole. So, I guess I can see why they were changed to something else in the dub. But, I don't know. They, they kind of have their own charm. I think Being, Blood Rubies you know, is cooler. Yeah. But, you know, the original version is more obvious.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. That's pretty much it for Dragon Ball Movie 1. Yep. All right. How about Dragon Ball Movie 2?
2: Well, these are puns that are based on what I'd like to refer to as devilry. Uh, not to get into the weird evangelistic argument that all anime is created by Satan, but this, <laughs> mo- this movie has Goku fighting against a very demonic figure, and the names kind of follow that. The main villain in this story is a man called Lucifer, um, who lives at a place called the Devil's Hand. And Lucifer is one of the names given to the devil in Christian mythology. So this comes from Latin, which is "bringer of Light, which reflects his position in the Christian cosmology as the one who basically brought Morning Star, and it's also cognate with the Greek Phosphorus, which is the same idea.
0: Morning Star is a fantastic song by AFI. Continue.
2: All right. Uh, <laughs> well, yes, but uh, somewhere in the Christian cosmology, there's this big war and Lucifer gets sent to hell. And there he stays. <laughs> Where
0: he fights Goku.
2: <laughs> well, i guess you could say that but it's kind of separate from the plot of the movie (laughs) my movie's better actually i find it very he's almost a a very sympathetic character in things like paradise lost where he's very torn between his loathing for everyone and everything and his desire to be accepted again all right you
0: satan worshiper keep going
2: (laughs) okay uh so let's see there's also this big hulking demon thing who's called gaster and i i interpret that as gaster like a play on ghastly although I'm really not sure ghastly of course is the adjective form of ghost like ghost-like but I don't know it it, it could conceivably also be a food pun because gastel is an older form of like French word gâteau. there's a lot of uh, um, French
0: and Italian stuff coming in here
2: yeah well um, some of it gets brought into Japanese from other sources than English you not know, all of their loan words are English when we were um, in
0: um, college we actually took a course what was it called um, um, Paris and Tokyo. Is it just Paris and
1: Tokyo? Yeah.
0: Comparative um, yes. literature and history? It was cool.
2: Yes. On yes. a complete side note, uh, cream puffs are called Chou Crème here from Chou à la Crème, which is the French word, or, a word for the same thing. Gotcha. Um, no. And, but I guess the um, ghastly version would make a little more sense. Mm-hmm. And after that, you get things mostly like Demon A, Demon B. <laughs> yeah. Um, they don't really get names, but they're obviously... Demon demonic things. Right. Uh but anyway, uh but you do have Lucifer's Butler, who by coincidence is named Sichiji, which means Butler.
0: Well that works for me. Yeah. So, so there you go. If you haven't picked up this movie, you definitely need to grab it in that box that is absolutely hysterical. And he got Goku fighting the devil. So yeah, it's perfect. Close enough. <laughs> Alright. Dragon Ball movie three Makafushigi Adobencha.
2: Yes. Now, this movie is interesting in that most of the characters are, well, if not all of the characters are yeah. from the series. Um, so, I mean, you've got, like, Tsuru Sennin. uh Tsuru is Crane. Sennin is rough translation is hermit. Ascending is actually a Taoist ascetic who, by virtue of his, you know, starving himself up in the mountains, has attained, like, magical powers that linger on after he dies, but also, like, long life, so he's not going to die for a while. Mm-hmm. And there's also the thing about the, the turtle and the crane in Japan that signifies things like long life and that sort of thing. So it's actually sort of a counterpoint to Kameseni, the turtle hermit, also known as Roshi. And then you have Pai Pai. So means younger brother. Uh, now, this name is actually written in Chinese in the Japanese version of the manga. It's kanji, obviously, but the pronunciation is the Chinese and not Japanese. And its literal translation is something like peach, white, white. And tao, <laughs> I think I'll call um, him Tao Pai, Pai instead. Tao is, well, I don't know. For me, at least, it sounds like a stereotypically obviously Chinese type thing. I'm not sure if it would be interpreted that way in Japan. And then pai pai is kind of a play on words, because in addition to being what it literally means with the kanji, it can also be interpreted as, like, bouncy female anatomy. Ooh. Um, or, Yeah. <laughs> Basically.
0: <laughs> Alright. How about um real quick, Tenshin Han and Jiao
2: Tzu? Han and Jia Tzu are named after food. Tenshin Han is literally uh tianshin or Tianqin rice. I think I'm pronouncing that sort of almost right. Uh being a a place in China. From people I've Talk to who are from China. they have never heard of it, but Japanese people know of it. <laughs> okay. It's like this rice dish that has egg and is often has ketchup as a condiment of some really kind. Good. And then tsu is um, sort of this dumpling-ish thing. It's kind of like meat or vegetables in a pastry that's been cooked. In Japanese, it's known as gyoza, ah, which they okay. make They make a joke about that at the 22nd Budokai because yes. the announcer calls him this and he corrects it. <laughs>
0: um,
2: so jiao Tzu is the Chinese pronunciation. All
0: right. We're uh, actually going to cross over into something else of Akira Toriyama's, I don't know, legacy. And that's Dr. Slump. Yes, because the yes. Dr. Slump characters show up, well, at least a couple of them, in this yes, movie. Yes.
2: And so you have Arare, Yay. you have Gatchan, and you have Senbei pop up for a split second and sort of give a, uh, <laughs> uh about the whole situation. And so, first of all, we have Norimaki Arare.
0: I love her or, so much.
2: Arale Norimaki in the English version of the manga. Um, and that's basically um, this kind of cracker wrapped in seaweed. It's bite-sized, and it's usually flavored with soy sauce. Uh, just arare doesn't need to be wrapped in seaweed, but the Norimaki means wrapped in seaweed. So, there you go. Oh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Norimaki Senbei, or Senbei Norimaki, he's... This is a different kind of rice cracker. It's flatter, and it doesn't necessarily need to be flavored with soy sauce or anything savory, because it can also be sweet, and the version I've had is sweet. To me, the sweet version tastes kind of like, I don't know, like the outer part of a fortune cookie. I guess the outer part of a fortune cookie is everything there is, unless you eat the paper, too. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. And then the norimaki part would be, if you have the savory version with whatever flavoring on it, then you'd add a piece of seaweed on top of it. And that leaves Um,
0: my favorite.
2: Gachan!
0: (laughs) Gachan! (laughs) be.
2: Anyway, um, these twin... Dinosaur, alien, (laughs) what's-it characters that eat metal um, are named from Anale's love of giant monsters. Um, The ga comes from Gamera, the giant turtle thing. And the jira part comes from Gojira, better known in the U.S. as Godzilla. So her... It's... That's name, whatever you want to call it, uh, could be interpreted as Godzilla, although I typically call it either Gajita or Gachan, which is what Arada calls it all right. the time. And
0: this is why Dr. Slump is fantastic. Yes. And that's so pretty much it for that movie.
2: Yeah, that pretty much covers things. I mean, if you want, we could go into the 10th anniversary movie where, every well, it's basically the Red Ribbon yeah. Army. Plus and, and those
0: are just colors. Yeah. Plus, um, that's really Well, it. like
2: Yamcha and Oolong.
0: And all the regular characters, but... Who yeah. That's pretty much it. The only yeah. other thing we haven't gotten to are the um, TV specials. Although we kind of have gone over Bardock at least twice. So just real quickly, let's um, breeze through Bardock and his teammates. Bardock, okay, Bardock- is... Burdock. Burdock. And what is burdock?
2: It's a kind of herb thing that grows in the ground. And then totepo, or totepo as I like to call him, comes from potato, or poteto, as it's sometimes romanized in the Japanese. Early versions of his character were called jaga, which comes from jagaimo, which is the native Japanese word for potato. Toma comes from tomato, and that makes sense. Uh, Selipa comes from parsley, and that's a simple rearrangement of the three syllables in the Japanese version. And then pumpkin comes from pumpkin.
0: That one's pretty easy, yeah, that's just... that's all of them, yeah, the second t v special is just trunks and gohan. So I think we can forget about that one too. There are name puns. Yes. And I think that's pretty much all we will go over Mm -hmm. unless there's a specific race or series people are confused about. We can always address that kind of stuff on the forum too. So we are happy to answer your questions. But there you have all of the movie and uh, TV special name puns. Hopefully you all enjoyed them because we got so many emails from people asking for puns. I think people really get a kick out of it. Because when you Mm. first start watching the show, you see a couple like Vegeta and you're like, is that? really vegetable and then you get going and I've noticed this a lot in um, kind of more recent history the last couple of years with new people getting to the show with it all being out is when they get to the yeah. boo saga they see bibbidi-bobbidi-boo and that's when it really clicks for them <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yes yeah
0: and that's it so uh, we're gonna let name puns go for a little bit so why don't we get into the releases for the rest of February <laughs> We actually missed something last week during the podcast, and that is on February 14th, the next Dragon Ball GT DVD box set from Funimation comes out. This is, well, what they call Volumes 6 through 10. It's actually Episodes 32 through 47. This concludes the Bebby arc and also the Super 17 arc in these, what, five discs? Mm
2: yep. yep. And I'm assuming they'll probably put out the first set sixteen episodes of the series last.
0: I think they actually already have put out a lost episodes box set. Do they? I think they actually oh. did it first. I don't remember. I'll have to go back well, and check. I'm sure someone will correct lost. us. <laughs> they lost it. I like that.
2: They they really <laughs> lost it this time.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> that's awesome. The suggested price is fifty nine ninety eight. But uh if you want to grab it on Amazon, right now it's forty one ninety nine, so there's about twenty bucks off. That's pretty awesome.
2: Then February 22nd, we have the Dragon Ball Z Complete Background Music Collection, which is three CDs and retails for 4,500 yen, and the Dragon Ball Z Best Song Collection, which is two CDs and retails for 3,000 yen. That pretty much takes care of the remaining releases for this month. Yeah, that's it. There's a ton more coming out
0: in March, so we'll, of course, hit all those. I know there's a lot coming out in March. We potentially yeah. have Shin Budokai, we have a couple other video games, we got manga, we've got more DVDs, so we will keep you all up to date with that stuff, As we get to it, back on track for this week, we are going to hit up (laughs) emails. We're actually going to put a little bit of emphasis on emails this week because we've been getting so many from people and everyone wants to know our deepest, darkest secrets and just favorite things. Now, (laughs) first thing I want to do is lay down a couple ground rules for emails because we're getting so many of them and I still want to answer as many as we can each week because... You guys are what make this podcast happen. We could just record it every week, but if no one listened to us, that'd be kind of pointless. So we do want to answer all of your questions. So here are going to be the rules for emails. We are only going to answer one question from one person each week. I've been getting a lot of emails from people that list like 12 questions. And as much as I would love to answer them all, we got to let other people get on the show too. With audio emails, I got to make sure you guys limit it to around 30 seconds, because I've been getting a couple that push the five-minute mark. So audio emails, let's try to limit them to around 30 seconds because otherwise you start asking more than one question and we want to limit it to one question per person per week because otherwise I explode.
2: And you can, you know, if you get start running over, you can always go back and edit your segment to make it shorter. Yeah.
0: We just want to make sure we get as many people per week as we can because it's all about you guys. And the only other thing i got to say is you guys don't need to resend emails because I actually do keep them all, including audio emails. Just because we didn't get to them one week doesn't mean I'm not saving it for its own episode. Now, just because I don't tell you doesn't mean you're not getting an episode. So you can keep that as like a little... Prize? I don't know how to say it, but some of you are getting your own episode, and that's awesome. A
2: little little carrot to dangle over people's heads.
0: Yes. (laughs) You want your own episode? You want it? Maybe later. <laughs> I think that's it. So let's just get right into the emails, alright? Alright. First email comes from. Wow, it comes from Naruto! Whoa! <laughs> First email comes from Naruto Uzumaki25, and this is a hilarious email. I love this one. I'm sure you know that Toriyama intended to stop the series at the end of the Frieza Saga with Goku dying. I've heard that his bosses or executives or whatever threatened to kill Toriyama if he did not continue the series.
2: Do you think this is true? Uh. Are you so that,
0: Ha, 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 ha. I don't Uh, don't... think they threatened to kill him.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that even if they were upset with him, I think they would have called him quite calmly to keep going.
0: (laughs) Sir, you're making so much money. You don't have to stop. Keep going. They'll buy anything.
2: Yeah, and I mean, the editors did have a pretty big hold over Toriyama, so I really don't think they would ever need to threaten to kill him. I mean, he was more of a prisoner of his own success than any (laughs) of his editors. That's true. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he did the Cell Saga, at least. Yes. The Boo Saga starts to get tiring, but the Cell Saga Cells I really where enjoyed at, it the man. whole way through. I know
0: yeah. Mary's favorite arc is the uh, Jin's and Cell stuff.
2: Yeah. And it's funny how, how Toriyama himself describes it. It's like, I kept writing, and I kept writing myself into a quarter, so I have to keep writing. <laughs> but it worked at the end. Yeah. All right.
0: So there we have it. Toriyama was not threatened with murder by his executives, anyways. Possibly overzealous fans. Wouldn't surprise me, but... <laughs> (laughs) All right, we're going to take it back to a more serious email here, riding off the fun of murder. (laughs) This one also involves murder because it involves Vegeta. This question comes to us from Stephen Perry in the UK. Wow, Steve Perry. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) My thoughts exactly. However, not. All right, this one's kind of long, so I think I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. The question is, Why is Vegeta the way he is? Why is he so, I don't want to say evil, but um, Steve's words were harsh, bitter, and arrogant. Why did Vegeta become this way? Like, what factors maybe in his childhood brought him to this? And what is it about Bulma that kind of, I don't know, makes him pull back a little bit and actually walk behind her with his head down a little bit
1: at times? What do you guys think about Vegeta? He's interesting, and he'd be boring (laughs) if he was a a friendly villain. (laughs) That's true. Hi, I'm Vegeta. Saiyans are just born nasty and cruel. Yeah. Like, you yeah, ever see a nice one <laughs> during the course of the series? I mean, except for yeah. Goku. Well, we didn't see too many. True.
2: But, but he's, also, he, he's also the product of royalty. Yes. He also had his home planet blown up by his boss. He also resents being looked down upon by his fellow subordinates of Frieza, and he resents Frieza for being more powerful than he is. He uh, basically wants to get out on his own, but he can't get out from other people, and when Frieza's gone, he has to face Goku, and the threat of him always being stronger than
0: him. Uh, you know what? Most of it just has to do with it being a convenient plot point to introduce this kind <laughs> of character. But yeah, I think Julian, you kind of nailed the whole royalty and spoiled and resentment. So what do you think about Bulma and uh, their relationship?
2: Oh, I don't know. Another convenient uh,
0: plot point to introduce another young male character?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but... chicks dig bad boys like the email says. Yeah, yeah. Plus Vegeta plus Bulma is just such a wacky dynamic. Makes for good comedy. You
0: know, I want to read the end of the email because uh, like Mary hinted at, it, it kind of sums it up a little bit by itself. The funny thing is, Bulma still fancied him regardless of the fact that he eradicated countless civilizations and almost killed her best friend. Does this just emphasize the tendency for girls to fall for bad boys? How do you think Yamcha feels about
1: this? We see how Yamcha <laughs> feels about this. Not very happy. Oh, no. I don't know.
2: I'm kind of almost start like threatening to break into Don't Stop Believing."
0: She's <laughs> dead, the smart ass! <laughs> Girl, living in a lonely world
2: Ow. Anyway, let's not go there So, like, I, I don't just not know did.
0: General consensus is convenient plot point?
1: Yeah, but a fun one
0: It is a fun one, because Vegeta's a great character Yeah.
1: Alright, next up we have Adam Willen, a.k.a. Virgin Vegeta 43 <laughs> And his question is, he wants to know Our favorite and least favorite Dragon Ball video games All right, of the three
0: of us, I'm the one who has played most of the games. So I think we'll take it in reverse order with Julian going first.
2: I've only ever really sat down and played super dragon ball z so i guess <laughs> that has to be my favorite and least favorite all
0: right good answer <laughs> you you actually no last year at anime next we played super muto den too
2: oh that's right well i sucked at that though okay so, so there's guess... your least favorite you haven't okay. played me in super <laughs> dvc <DVD-Z. laughs> okay <laughs> all right
0: mary what about your favorite least favorite
1: uh, my favorite is a toss-up between um, Hyperdimension for the Super Nintendo and uh, Budokai 3. And least would normally have to be Final Bout, but I think DBZ song is takes <laughs> the cake this day and age. Yeah. At least uh, Final Bout has sentimental value to me, and yeah, this true. just has nothing yeah. <laughs> in any capacity to hold my interest. <laughs> All
0: right, so that leaves it up to me. My... I'm going to say my favorite first. My favorite as well is Budokai 3. I think this is the peak of the series. They really nailed it. It was the it was the deepest of the games, definitely. It looks gorgeous. It's just a really, really solid game. Least favorite. Had this been a couple years ago, like Mary said, my least favorite probably would have been Final Bout. However, we have games from Atari now, developed in the US, that take the cake. So, I'm going to say it's a toss-up between Taiketsu on the Game Boy Advance and Sagas on the PS2. Taiketsu, I don't own so that's probably my least favorite because i didn't even bother to buy it that game is
1: awful absolutely horrid wait did you ever play it i
0: have played it okay
1: yeah because you said you never owned it so like oh
0: no no i've I've played it okay and there's a reason why i didn't buy it and then there's sagas We, we got into that last week I don't think anything else needs to be said other than spin, spin, spin. So there you have it. Those are our favorite and least favorite video games. Probably kind of predictable, but those are our answers nonetheless. Our next question comes from, haha, I actually know how to pronounce this, Kayvon, because Kevin told us how to say it. He wants to know why all the Kamehameha are different colors in every video game.
1: Yeah, didn't they watch the show? I know. Don't they know it's like a, like a very light blue, whitish kind of dealy? I'm telling well. you, these game developers, they don't, actually pay attention to the show in well, most it's clear of the
2: budokai people have paid attention to the show
0: yeah but even then they don't get all the colors correct. they make them all pink and oh. pretty yeah all right for the most part in video games kamehameha has been yellow and that's kind of silly because it's quite obviously blue if you've ever watched the show
1: in any capacity. This sounds like the most nitpicky, fanboyish argument we're having on the show <laughs> I'm ever. I'm bringing the color of the Kamehameha correct, and I'm going to write an online petition to get them to re release the games and correct them. It <laughs> is a good observation. I'm just saying it's very, it sounds like a very odd conversation. It's to be a having. great
0: question because we all notice it and we're all like, are they?
1: get it
2: right but (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) it's supposed to be blue what are you doing (laughs) that's our answer we're with you dude we're with you
2: Andrew, from Ontario, Canada, sent us an email. Now, several people have asked us about similar things to what he's about to say. Now, this isn't really a Dragon Quest podcast, but we figured we might as well answer it so people will stop asking. <laughs> Wink. Wink! Have you played Dragon Quest 8 for the PlayStation 2 yet? I asked this question because, as you may have known, Akira Toriyama has drawn the art for this game. What are your thoughts on this game? And if you have played this game, who is your favorite monster? Mike? <laughs> Why'd you go to me? Well, I don't have a PS2. Oh, that's
0: true. The only thing I've played for it was the demo that came with the domestic Shonen Jump that one month, and I really liked ah. it. I actually have never played a Dragon Quest slash Dragon Warrior game. It was really cool, and if I wasn't in the middle of at least six games right now, I would probably get it. So, I, see. I don't have a really good answer. I've kind of played it. I'm really interested in, in checking it out because I love his art. I love his designs. As derivative as they are and have been for the last eight games. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, yeah. it looks gorgeous! I mean... yeah. Oh.
2: I think the problem with Toriyama's designs is that he looks too much like Toriyama's designs. designs. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very clear who's making them and as such, the characters have a certain number of traits to make them instantly identifiable and at the same time very similar to people who have come in the past...
0: Yeah, like (laughs) a certain character who we've seen in the commercials and have gone, hey, that's Trunks. We actually have our friend Monty is playing the game right now, and I just read in his journal. He calls his character Pope Cardinal Trunks VII, the pimpinest pimpin' pimpin'. (laughs) pimpton. While I haven't played the game, he is Trunks, and he must be a pimp because that's awesome. (laughs) so i must buy this game <laughs>
1: trunks in pimp mode oh yeah in the
0: commercials he goes to side and starts swinging around his sword or something I mean, dude Toriyama, uh. what are you doing we've seen trunks before <laughs> <sighs> I right. forgot <laughs> to kind of relate this back to Dragon Ball in a really weird backwards way. I own the first issue of Nintendo Power. This was the July Whoa. August issue from 1988. I have this issue in my possession, and in the back of it, there are um, a couple previews of things coming up in American games, and also like a little review of what's going on in Japan. And so I've scanned two things from this. One of them is them talking about Dragon Quest three coming out in Japan. It's a full page spread. It's got some of the art from. It's got some dragons around the side. A little text about what's going on over there. And in this, you can see the main character looks... Just like Chibi Gohan. I mean, dude, yeah. But also, and here's where we bring back to Dragon Ball, a couple pages earlier, there's a little page, um, half a page actually, about Dragon Power coming out for the NES in America, which was the wow. Yeah, it was the first Dragon Ball game on the Famicom in Japan. And uh we got it, except they don't call it a Dragon Ball game. But they do go out of their way to mention that it's based on Sayuki and the characters named Goku. Yeah. But everything cool. else is yeah,
2: Weird looking. It's like <laughs> 1980s video game art illustrations that look nothing like the Japanese art illustrations because they had to redo everything in the U.S. because nobody had <laughs> heard Long anime looks, style. looks very happy. <laughs> He's very happy. Yeah. He's like,
0: I'm breathing fire and I will
1: grant you a wish. Yeah. very actually, joyous. <laughs>
2: yeah. Actually, I think that's my theory about things is that nobody had heard of anime style over here. So they'd be like, why does everybody have really big eyes and really tiny mouths? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> So I'm gonna put these two scans up over on the um, the podcast page where we have all our respective links, and it'll be over on the forum as well. So definitely check those out because then we get to see some of this Toriyama stuff that was been going on. I'm gonna take the next email because it's from J Guy. (laughs) He said he pronounced it "dream you," and I'm not even saying that right. So, dude, from here on out, you're just J Guy, like it or not. (laughs) This question is probably best directed at Mary. All right. Since it pertains to your favorite character, Trunks. Um, they're going to a convention in the near future, and they would like to dress up as Future Trunks. The question is, what is the best way to go about making a costume?
1: Okay, let's just get this out there right in the open. I am no cosplayer. <laughs> I'm not going to presume to say I'm an expert in cosplay, but I will admit I did dress up as Future Trunks once. I did not go mm-hmm. out in public as this. I just had some parts lying around the house and threw it all together and said, Hey, look, I'm Trunks, so I'm going to throw <laughs> on some, some hairspray. You had some Trunks? Yeah parts sitting around the room yes, I had his leg, yeah. I, had, I had a wig. Well, no, I had, Um, well, yeah. this will tie into my answer, I guess. Um, Depending on how you look at it, Trunks, th- how simple his outfit is, is either a good thing or a bad thing. Because it's so easy, you pretty much don't have to spend much in the way of money. However, what most the of the Trunks outfits out? I've seen look like utter crap. Pretty much, if you want to go with future Trunks, I'd say either go for a denim jacket or uh the sexy route, which is the cut off denim vest that he wears in DBZ movie Nine. Oh yeah. Um, and under <laughs> that, you just wear like a black tank top and yep. the pants, baggy pants, baggy jeans. If you could They're find like,
2: them. Yeah, or baggy like sweatpants.
1: Yeah, that's what makes it too um, easy and like too simple, yeah. and that can't be no helped. Loops. Let's just yeah. His design. Yeah, make
0: sure you get the awesome orange boots.
1: And oh,
2: and the belt with the like the seat belt buckle.
1: <laughs> Just go hijack a car, steal its belt, and you'll be set. <laughs> Throw it around your waist and you got a costume. Oh, you man. will be ace cosplayer. <laughs> um I'm sorry, that was pretty useless. No, you would tell an, by an looking uh, Yeah, the ace him.
2: cosplayer would have a, a hat, the a little happy face, and the smiley face on it, <laughs> a tattoo on the arm, and a tattoo on his back that would probably get him banned from the convention. But anyway, <laughs> that that that's one piece again, and we shouldn't be getting into one piece. <laughs> <laughs> Also, we, we
1: keep um, going there. I was going to say, you can go on eBay, and um, this is more probably commonplace nowadays. Um, it was pretty rare back in my day. The Capsule Corp uh, little patches that you can iron onto items, you can get those fairly oh, easily yeah. now. So that's not something I think you'll need to hand make. So Trunks outfit, pretty easy to make, pretty easy to also make, very um, homemade, I guess. <laughs> yes. So,
2: But tr- tricky to get really good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, there you have it. My half assed answer of You're being right. a
0: cosplayer. Better than whatever answer I could give.
1: Um, The next question comes from
0: KennySue3000, who wants to know our opinions on the upcoming uh, BGM collection. We mentioned earlier that a lot of the music seems to be coming off of the five CD set. We might not be getting everything. And I'm, again, I'm with you. I don't think we're going to be getting everything, and I'm kind of pissed about it.
1: Pretty much already covered that. Yeah. So, yeah, not happy, but what can you do? But movie 12 and 13 music, so maybe I'll still love it. Oh. All right, let's move on. Okay.
2: All right. This comes from Robert Kelsall from the UK. A few podcasts ago, Julian said that he has completed his first manga unaided from cover to cover, which is an impressive feat. I have been trying to teach myself Japanese for a fair few months now, and understand that a great way of doing this is by working through original manga and translating it page by page. Ooh. <laughs> My question is this. Do you find Dragon Ball-orientated manga a particularly good source material for learning Japanese? If so, do you have any particular favorites to suggest? If not, could you suggest other titles that may suffice? Well, Robert, I hate to break it to you, but... I really don't think manga is a good starting point for learning Japanese. For one thing, everything... What with Goku's dialect?
1: That's what I was going to say.
2: Well, it's not just Goku's dialect but everything is so informal and there's a lot of slang and it's just not really a good place to start if you want to be learning how to be an effective communicator in Japanese. But not only that, but manga is basically spoken Japanese written down and this isn't generally what you're going to encounter in things like writing and it's going to really be a pain in the ass for you to try and search through a dictionary looking for a word that you won't find because it isn't really spelled that way in writing. (laughs) So, it's better to start from actual, like a textbook or a university course. Or basically some actual program that lays out a definite way of basically working you through vocabulary, grammar, conversation, reading and writing, and that sort of thing. It can take a while, but it's much more effective than trying to learn through manga. Once you have a good background, it's pretty easy to get into manga because you can suddenly see where the heck they got some of these really weird spellings and maybe actually some of the slang too. I mean, it helps to be able to search on the internet for slang terms that are really obscure or just not known outside of japan (laughs) but in general i think you'll have a much more rewarding time if you get the background first and then move to the manga as a way of furthering your colloquial speech skills gotcha so that's what i recommend all right our final
0: email for the week again from the uk manchester england we have rory who wants to know what our favorite song is now mary what's your favorite song
1: I just answered this question on your forum. Did you? And I don't remember what I said. <laughs> um, okay, I remember some random ones I had in there. Okay, I, well, just off the um, top of your head, um, what oh, would be your favorite? Uh, oh, I said Space People DBZ, which oh, I think right. I also said that in another podcast. So, yeah, yeah. the dancey, cheesy. He raps really, really fast. He raps really fast.
0: That he does. Julian, what's your favorite song?
2: Well, I guess it depends on where. I mean, do I have an overall favorite? I'm not sure. I have a couple of different favorites. Like, like out of movie no more, th- th- I- no more than three. Okay, like out of the movie things, I like the last movie's ending theme. Yes. Because Oregan yadanakia daregaiyaru. I don't do it too well. I just like that. It's a good ending for like the last DBZ movie. Totally. Uh, and then I also am quite partial to the Budokai Two opening theme. Mm-hmm. And of course, I think my if I have an absolute favorite, I think it's probably the ending theme to the Bardock TV special. Ah, uh, yes. But not the version that was actually used but the 96 version I totally agree with you I like that version a lot more Yeah Yeah. And so that's where I think it is
0: My favorite songs My favorite song is definitely just Hedgehala The song brings a smile to my face whenever I hear it It doesn't matter what version of the song I hear that and I go dinosaurs riding gumballs what the hell are they talking about i love it and <laughs> <laughs> um unmei no he the uh, insert song with Gohan super Saiyan 2 transformation love it and there's tons of other songs but there's a little bit more to this email that i want to get to and oh. that is julian's first formal song request they want Julian to sing a little bit of Psycho No Fusion, the
2: closing theme
0: oh, okay.
2: to DBZ Movie Twelve. <witch petite sculptures> <attitudes> no fusion. <laughs> Etcetera. Okay. That's enough. Uh enough singing songs. Oh, <laughs> uh, but we
0: love the singing of the Dragon Ball songs one day I do want to sing all of the Podokai 3 opening, because I actually know that one a little bit. <laughs> I <laughs> do right, I do right. randomly walk around and belt into that sometimes. It's kind of funny, because I, I totally can't sing. <laughs> Alright, that is our emails for the week. We did have some audio emails, but again, I wanted to save up kind of a stockpile of them so we can cruise through a whole bunch at once. So, if you've sent an audio email, I do have it. I'm holding on to it. If you've sent a text email, I do have it. I'm holding on to it. So maybe see it next week. And uh, keep sending emails. Keep sending the audio emails. If you want to send us an audio email, just record yourself. Say uh, who you are, where you're from, what your question is. Just, uh, keep it around 30 seconds and send it to my attention, Vigito Ex. You can get the email on the site. Same goes for the text emails. Send them over to me and we will uh, answer questions every week. I think that's it for emails. Alright. All right. So uh, next week, I haven't picked a topic yet. I never pick it until like at least Wednesday, but I've got my <laughs> PDA full of topics because I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Let me jot it down. So I have this huge long list and I'll pick something for next week. Julian, are you going to be around next week? I should be. Awesome. So we'll have you and you'll have me and we'll have Mary. I am working on hooking up a couple new guests in the near future. That'll be awesome. So stay tuned for that and uh, stay tuned for our new topics. Stay tuned for contests where you're going to win DVDs just by listening to us. How awesome is that? So I think that's it. So look forward to contests. Look forward to topics. Start checking out Anime Next because we want to hang out and I need someone to fight against in Budokai 3 because Mary doesn't play and Julian doesn't play video games and I need someone to play Budokai 3 against. I think that's it so thank you everyone for checking out episode 13 of Daisenshu ex the podcast we will see Yay. you next week with episode 14 and that'll mark our three-month anniversary of the show to the day nice that's cool so once again thank you i am vegeto ex julian and i can be found at www.daizex.com Daisenshu ex
1: And Mary, you can be found at... Tempaluetrunks.com. site that will not get updated. Aw. Ever. Ever? Okay, maybe someday. You heard it here first. No, no, I got some music Temple videos. Temple of Trunks is fun.
0: dead. No, I know. You get music videos to post. I think you're even sitting on screen tabs, aren't
1: you? Yeah, but they're really crampy episodes, so I'm not enthusiastic about <laughs> posting
0: them. All right. So uh, check out the site for news. Check out the site for all the stuff we mentioned on the podcast. We will see you next week. Janna!
2: Bye! <laughs>